Hey, we're Ramones of the Day, and this is Somebody to Love. One, two, three, four. Welcome, everyone, to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every Ramones song alphabetically from 53rd to the word zero. I'm Philip. And I'm Molly. And today we are discussing Somebody to Love. This is our closing act in the Somebody Trilogy. Oh. We've had three somebodies. Nice. Can't find anybody, so we'll take somebody. Uh, Somebody to Love is from 1993's Acid Eaters. Uh, It is written by a man named Darby Slick for the band The Great Society, but it was made most popular by the band Jefferson Airplane. Um, We'll get to them in a minute, I believe. I give it a song category of love, mostly for the fact that that is one of the three words in the title. Yeah. So it seems like, yes. Yeah. Totally. Motion carries. Um, facts and or trivia. Nice. Nice. Want me to tell you how many times I found the Ramones played this song live? I'm going to guess zero. You are correct. Yeah. Ten points for Molly. Thank you. Uh, carry the one and they get zero. Um, <laughs> yeah. Zero times. They never played this song live. Do you find that surprising or not? Not at all. Not really? Okay. No. Um, Well, they didn't play the zero times, but you bet your sweet bippy that Jefferson Airplane played it. Did you get that set? You want to guess how many times they played it live? 500. No. They played it 135 times. Oh, okay. Jefferson Starship played it 419 times. Wow. So combined, over 500. Wow. Because as you may or may not know, Jefferson Airplane begat Jefferson Starship. Okay, got it. And then eventually became Starship, who played it 82 times. Got it. And another band. Uh, so let me follow the, the, the train of where these bands go is crazy. Uh, so Jefferson Airplane is the start of this. And then they become Jefferson Starship. When they became Jefferson Starship... The guitarist and bassist from Jefferson Airplane formed their own band named mm-hmm. Hot Tuna. Wow, that is not a good choice. Not at all. <laughs> and those guys played it seven miserable times. Ugh. The band The Great Society, the one that this was actually written for, yeah. they played it a total of one time. Wow. That I found. That's yeah. interesting. So, just for keeping score here, Jefferson Airplane, 135, Jeff- Jefferson Starship, 419, Starship, 82, Hot Tuna, the stupidest name in the world, 7, The Great Society, Uno. Hmm. Did you listen to The Great Society's version? I, I did not find a version of that. Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's it's interesting. It's good. Yeah. I mean, it's not Is it similar totally... to the... Because I know the Jefferson Airplane Yeah, it's not really totally well. dissimilar from Jefferson Air, Airplane, but it's definitely not as sophisticated as the Jefferson Airplane okay. version, you know? All right. Um, but it's definitely worth listening to. Okay. And I like to listen... I, I always like to listen to the very original. I mean, I'm okay. sure they're doing it because of Jefferson Airplane. I'm talking about Ramones. Yeah. But, you know, they were so into these old bands... Who yeah, it's a possibility. You know. Sure. Um, I also found that Darby Slick was the brother-in-law of Grace Slick. Yes. Who was the singer in Jefferson Airplane, Jefferson Starship, and Starship. Yeah. <laughs> Might have put that together. That same last name. <laughs> I thought they were married. I have brother-in-law. Huh. You found out they were married? 
Uh, let me double check my source real quick. Go for it. I'm trying uh, to confirm the relationship <coughs> between Darby oh, Slick. Her husband is Jerry Slick. Sorry. Ah, the who Slicks. was on who was on drums. So, sorry, best known as the original group of model-turned-singer Grace Slick, the initial lineup of the band also featured her then-husband, Jerry Slick. Oh, she was th- a model? This is in Great Society, yeah. Okay. Um, and brother Darby Slick on guitar. Hmm. Man, that band was slick. <laughs> Boo! Good night! Um, Booyah! Okay, so what else you got for me? Uh, well, um, I have this. Um, that the Ramones version, the okay. one that we just are talking about. Yep. Um, features Tracy Lords as a backup singer. Nice. And give everybody the, the down low on Tracy Lords. Tracy Lords is an actress uh, and also a singer and an entrepreneur. Uh, shortly after this, she recorded her own album. Oh. Um, she is also a longtime Ramones fan, and that is most cemented not only by this, but also on a Funny or Die video where she and Dave Foley act as angels. Uh, just after Tommy Ramone dies, they welcome the Ramones to heaven. Oh, that's fun. I gotta check that out. And they list all the things that they would like them to not do. Oh, does that mean Bruce McCullough's? I'm not Bruce McCullough. Sorry. <laughs> just Dave Foley? Dave Foley's also a huge Ramones fan? Uh, unconfirmed. Although huh. I feel like that would be my guess. That's fun. Right? I love I that. Get that. I get that feeling. Yeah. He, yeah, sure. Also, how freaking cool is it to be... One of very few female vocalist backups for the Ramones. Yeah, we have. There's only really a handful. Debbie Harry did one. Yeah. Or maybe a couple. What's her name from uh, B52s? B52s, yeah. Um, And. And these women are like huge singers. I know that Tracy Lords went on to do her own album after this, but But it wasn't like. In terms of like singing and stuff, she's not. Yeah, it wasn't like she was a rock and roll star leading up to this. No. So that must have been fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we should have kept track of that. Oh, well, who cares? <laughs> no, <laughs> no I, I don't have any information Nerd. on how many, of those, <laughs> how many of those are. Do you have any facts or trivia? Uh, I, have, I just have way? facts we just didn't go over about the album. Acid okay. Eaters, 1993. So 1993. Mm-hmm. Just to put that in context of music. Oh, man, okay. You know, I can't give any specifics, but the early 90s are like Smashing Pumpkins. And we've, got, we've got maybe... I think all three studio Nirvana albums are out. Yeah, Soundgarden. We've got, we've not got, we've gotten to, what's the Bad Motorfinger era? And Alice in Chains is in there. Yeah, Alice in Chains. But also, um. STP. Oh yeah, STP. So, this is, this is really getting into the whole. Yeah. The whole, what's that movie? The 90s movie? Singles. Singles. Singles era. Uh-huh. Isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yes. It was all. It was all, the, yeah, basically we just listed off the cast yeah. of singles. Yeah, <laughs> singles. Um, the producer on this is Scott Hackwith, and this is on Radioactive Records. I'm hmm. trying to remember, is this the only album they did on Radioactive Records? I believe Mondo Bizarro is with them. Mondo Bizarro, okay. I think so. Okay. Unconfirmed, I don't care! Because they no. were on Sire for so long. Yeah. Um, so, I don't really have any other facts than that. that. That's about as good as it gets. <laughs> that is... As good as it gets. Well, I have a question for you. Yeah. So something we've noticed uh, about past Acid Eaters tracks. Yeah. Or something especially you pointed out, so I'm putting it on you, was that they didn't feel very Acid Eatery, you mm-hmm. know? They weren't very trippy or even like the selections mm-hmm. weren't that. But I feel like a Jefferson Airplane song. Yeah. 
is right in there. And yeah. I need your thoughts on that. Okay. So, my thought is that the Ramones version of the song is very psychedelic. Mm-hmm. In their zeitgeist. Sure. For it's Ramones, their version of psychedelic. It's super psychedelic. <laughs> and it almost at times feels like a Matthew Sweet song to me. Oh, or okay. Like, yes. Or like, I get that. Um, there's just all these. I'm, and why I'm bringing up the 90s is because I really feel like this song is their version of it is so 90s. Like in the mm-hmm. 90s and the early 90s, the 60s were coming back. You know, yeah. it was about drugs again and right, what was long the, hair. What's and, that song on the Pulp Fiction soundtrack, too? The You'll Be a Woman Soon. Uh-huh. Like that Urge Overkill. Yeah, yeah. Cover. Yeah, they were all doing the or older the songs. heads or... Yes. Um, but anyway, I my heartfelt thought on this is that this is the song that when the Ramones go do karaoke, they sing together <laughs> as a group. Okay. Like, listen to this song. They sound so happy to be doing <laughs> this song they mm. almost feel like they're like like it it really reminds me when i was listening to it over and over again of how you get when you're at karaoke and you're like uh-huh. all singing together like you're kind of pushing it a little too hard and you're just excited to be there and it's so psychedelic and weird but i feel like they're doing it because they love this song mm-hmm. you know yeah okay i can see that i don't know if i entirely agree with you okay um but i get but I do get why you'd get that vibe. And mm-hmm. I and I sometimes get that too, especially with covers, especially with like at this point in their game that you know, every little thing could be taken as a slight, but they can probably all agree. It was like, "Oh yeah, we love somebody to love." Yeah. We love that song. Yeah. Let's do it. So, yeah, I can see how you get that. Yeah. Sure. Like, I feel like Joey, as who considers himself a real singer, mm-hmm. would be like, yeah, I want to tackle that. Yeah. Let's do that. I think he gives it he gives it some punch, too. Yeah, and, and so so just to be clear on, on what you're asking, mm-hmm. I do feel like they actually tackle the psychedelic aspect to the song, where in other 60s covers that they do, I didn't necessarily feel Less like so, they went yeah. down that alley. And I like that about this one. It's sure. kind of fun in that way. Yeah. In this cover in particular. I wonder if this was one of the ones that they did and liked so much and then had, then they developed a theme from it. Huh. You know what I mean? Sure. So maybe your theory is that they were going to do a cover for an album. They're like, huh, we like this so much. Why don't we do a weird thing where we do all covers? Yeah. And they're like. It's just, it's just funny. And, and I keep hanging on the title of it but you'd put it in my head so I can't stop. Um, but just the idea that, like, if they'd called it something else, mm-hmm. Jukebox Hits or something, <laughs> you know? The big... Jukebox <laughs> so, Hits! But, I mean, think if they called it Jukebox Hits just for yeah. the sake of argument, we wouldn't really necessarily have this conversation about, like, well, that song wasn't very, like, trippy, and that wasn't very 60s psychedelic. Yeah. Oh, sure. But we would have been like, oh, yeah, that was... Like a jukebox song, so you mm-hmm. just kind of went with it. Mm-hmm. But because they put that title on it, then I'm looking for it. And especially right. when Jefferson Airplane comes, you're like, out, oh well, uh, obviously, yeah, they're eating acid. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they were made of it. <laughs> no, I yeah, I get made that. Made of acid. Made of acid. Um. Well, those, that's all the facts I have. Do you that's have all any the other facts further I have. facts? No. How do you feel about this song? Um. How do I feel about this song? Um. I think I like this song. Um, 
I, I, I don't know if I immediately myself picked up on the energy or joy that you're picking up on. I mean, I could just totally be projecting, but listen to it again with that in mind okay. and see if it doesn't feel like they're all just having a grand time. I would say, here, here's my way of agreeing with you. I would say that three out of the four Ramones are having a grand time. <laughs> sure. Those would probably be Joey, Marky, uh-huh. and CJ. Uh-huh, yeah. I feel like I'm not getting much Johnny on this one. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what lets it kind of bounce on yeah. its own. Uh, I mean, th- name another song where the Ramones attempt anything psychedelic sounding. Oh, I, I couldn't think of anything to. else. No, I'm I mean, screwed. unless it's on this album. It's got to be on this album. Rats. I know there is one, but not this much. It's yeah. the so- it's that solo. Which probably isn't yeah. even him anyway. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Totally. <laughs> it's probably somebody else. So like, eh, then When you say him, you mean, I mean Johnny. I mean John Ramon. John Ramon. John Ramon. Uh, so I like it. You like it? I All like right. it. I mean, it's... All right. I don't skip it. I, I, I liked it. Yeah. Sometimes this album, I'm just like, why? <laughs> But this one, I'm like, okay, I'm like, it's all right. Like, it's fun. I could see that they, I think they really, I'm sure that they picked songs that they loved. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, what's the point? Right. Um. So, okay. Yeah. Well, to bring it back, when I said they played it live zero times, you yeah. seemed not surprised by that. Were you not surprised by that by your temperament of the song? No, because or? they're not going to put a psychedelic moment in their show, they're doing a punk show. But don't you think they could have... I mean, it's primarily still that punk beat. That Not really. I think this one's weird. Oh. I mean, weird in a good way. Weird for them in yes, a good way. Yes, in, in their sound. Okay. It's, it's out of the norm for them. And I, I think their show showed that just the speeding up of it, that, you know, they didn't really have time to slow down and get Catch weird. Yeah, yeah. Let's catch a breath. No, they were they were doing fast punk rock, man. Okay. Um, do you have a most valuable? I guess I'll give it to Joey. <laughs> Joey who? <laughs> okay. You have a reason why? I mean, Put you on spot, but... why not? Yeah, right. That's how um, I feel about this song. Why not? I'm going to give it to CJ Ramon. Great. Because. I think the part that I, the instrument that I enjoy the most, I believe is the bass sound. Okay. It kind of has a, I don't know if this is the right description for it, but it's like a real loose string. It kind of goes like, like that <laughs> kind of sound. Okay. I think that's the bass. Uh-huh. So I'm not going to research it. I'm just going to go with it. I love it. Say that. Um, oh, and this just in, it was radioactive. You're right. It was radioactive for this. Uh, and the album before it and the album after it. Okay. The last three. Three so, albums, yeah. So, good on you. Ten more points for you. That's You're up to 20. I am crushing it. Well, do you have any last uh, shout-outs? I have no last anythings. Okay. Well, that's all I got. It's short and sweet. Nice. Hey, you in the microphone. Thanks for listening today. You can follow us on Twitter. We are at Ramones Podcast. And join us next time, won't you, on the internet, when we discuss something to believe in on Ramones of the Day. Yeah.